Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here lady video. If you don't work here... Prove it by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Nat Libertarian. I forgot that I don't work here. A few years ago, I used to work at a large grocery store in my hometown. I worked there for about a year before I had to quit due to a very abusive manager, but overall, I enjoyed the experience. I was a clerk and cashier whose job varied between customer service, cleaning, and general busy work around the building. Not long before Christmas last year, I had a really bad bout of insomnia, and I hadn't slept in about 36 hours. But I had to go to the store to buy some groceries for the week. I go to the store and I start looking around for what I need, but I'm very, very tired and can hardly remember what I'm looking for. I noticed that a woman was looking confused between her list and the shelves, and I politely asked her if she needed help with anything. I directed her to the product she needed in another aisle, and I also got it off the shelf for her, as she was quite short. I then helped another lady get something off a high shelf, and at that point I sort of dazed out and... I forgot that I didn't work there anymore. I proceeded to spend the next three hours doing my old job. I would help customers find things, I grabbed a broom and swept half the aisles, and I even did about half a dozen cart runs to bring in shopping carts which, due to the snow, were thrown haphazardly around the lot wherever the customers were when they got done with them. Eventually, I started bagging groceries for customers at one of the registers when the cashier, a newer person who didn't work there when I did, noticed I was not wearing a uniform and bluntly asked me what the freak I was doing and I really didn't have an answer for that. Eventually, I just said to her, Oh, right, I don't work here. If you went to an old place that you worked and you were so out of it that you just started doing your old duties there, would you ever be able to let that go? Or would that become one of those painful memories that just kind of stick with you forever? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by the articulate grunt, the wrong suit. My wife reminded me of this incident today after breaking out laughing as we walked past the store, so I thought I would share before it faded into my memories once again. When I was preparing to leave the military, there's a store that rhymes with Stacy's that was conducting a hiring program seeking to bring experienced officers into their corporate family as various types of managers. The program wound up getting cancelled, but before it did, I was on a short list of five at the top for selection. As part of it, I spent a couple days at one of their stores looking over how things ran in order to present a proposal to improve operations. A required part of the process. They actually wound up implementing mine even though the program was cancelled and I was not hired, which led to a personal dislike of the franchise as they basically stole my work with no credit given. Now once out of the military, I enjoyed being able to dress as I like no uniform, and I would commonly go out in nice shoes, slacks, 
a button-up shirt with an undershirt, a tie, and depending on the weather, a jacket or blazer. A couple years after getting out of the army, and after the program was cancelled, my wife wanted to price check some things she was looking to buy. So while she was tending to business, I went wandering and browsing the store on my own. Now, former law enforcement gone military, where I spent 17 years and had three deployments, I picked up a tail after just a couple of minutes and quickly noticed her. She kept her distance and I meandered the shelves and, after a few more minutes, was joined by another employee and then the assistant manager, whom I met a couple years prior during the program. After a couple of more minutes browsing, with them keeping a polite distance, I stopped and turned back to look at them and the assistant manager stepped up offered her hand which I shook. The assistant manager said, it's so good to see you again. We weren't expecting you until next week, but all the files are ready if you want to start the reviews early. I say, I'm sorry, I think you have me confused for someone else. I didn't get hired by Stacy's. The assistant manager suddenly looking embarrassed says, you're not the accounts inspector? I say, no ma'am, just a bored husband wandering the aisles while my wife does some price comparisons. The assistant manager says, I'm so sorry, please enjoy your stay. And off she went. I could hear her fussing at the original lady who started following me, but was doing my best to bite my tongue and not bust out laughing. I found my wife, told her what happened, and she nearly pissed herself laughing until able to tell me that there were better prices elsewhere and that we should go. Sadly, wearing nicer attire to places like Walmart or even fancier places than Walmart you're probably going to end up getting the occasional customer who thinks you're a manager or something, wants to report a problem or an injustice or an unruly customer or how you have no employees around. What I've learned from this sub is if you want to go out to the store, you want to dress casual and you want to dress as far away from any confusing outfit possible, whether that's dressing up or color coordinating. This next story is by Old Zoomy 2020 Homophobia doesn't pay the bills. Decades ago, I was fresh out of the military and fresh out of the closet. I had landed a great first job as a software developer with a very small company. Nobody knew about my private life at work because, well, it's private. The office admin developed a crush on me and I told her that I was gay and had a boyfriend. She thought it was a terribly funny joke on her that she didn't pick up on me being gay. So she told it as a story on herself around the office. Our VP was a homophobic woman. Basically, she didn't like anybody who wasn't white, male, right-wing, and Christian. Since the office gossip was she was sleeping with the owner, and both were married to other people, her version of Christianity had a few loopholes in it. I had spent most of the day helping a sales guy set up a database on his computer to track customers. Yeah, DBase 3. Totally easy to write an app over the phone. She calls me into her office at 5pm, tells me there's gossip about me and that she can't have me working there anymore. My team was furious with her. We were a tight development team and this really blew up quickly. I quietly said goodbye, packed up my stuff and drove home to tell my boyfriend I was unemployed for the first time in my life. I started a contract job that paid twice what I'd been making. After two months, my former VP calls me and asks if I would work on the software project Freelance. She offered my former rate, to which I said no. I told her $50 an hour, which was like five times my salary. She said no. A week later, she calls back and says, We really need you on this. I asked her, Are you saying you can't finish this without me? Yes, she replied. I said, You should have thought about that before you fired me for being gay. Within a month, the whole software project was shut down. 
But my former teammates started their own company and contracted the work from her at five times their previous salary. Her bigotry cost her inexpensive and reliable employees, rattled the entire office at the budget hit, and made her look like a fool. I think a lot of people's immediate reaction to hearing this story would be like, well, surely they can't get away with just firing you like that, right? Like, it has to be illegal, right? Well, OP clarified that it was a crappy first job, and it also took place in the Reagan era, which makes it a little bit harder to get a lawyer to take that case, I guess. The fact of the matter is, considering it was such a low-paying first initial job, to OP it just wasn't worth it to fight that. It especially, in my opinion, makes that decision a little bit easier, knowing how important you were to that project, but their bigotry stood in the way of them allowing that to work. This next story is by Gareth. She meant well. I'm not 100% sure this fits here, and this isn't a story about me, but rather my mother. I just recently remembered this story and thought it might give someone a chuckle. The story takes place about a decade ago in an extremely Hispanic mall. My mother's a Mexican woman with black hair and caramel-like skin. My stepdad is a white man with blue eyes and brown hair. Funny enough, my half-brother came out looking just like his father. My mother was in her mid-twenties at this Hispanic mall, with my younger brother in a stroller window shopping. Suddenly, a Hispanic woman in her mid-forties came up to my mother and said, Hi, I used to be a nanny for many years. I just wanted to give you some advice. As a nanny, you need to be extremely gentle and careful with white people's children. The parents can be really sensitive and sometimes plain out stupid. My mother, while attempting to process what this well-meaning woman had said, simply said, Thanks? Smiled? and kept going about her day. I always feel bad for parents in situations like this. A lot of times, genetics can really surprise you, and sometimes parents and their own direct children can be confused as not actually being related. I've heard of stories like this, especially with like white and black parents, and while this story was really kind of innocent for OP's mom, imagine how it feels for a black father that has a child that people might not think is their own kid. Try to take them to the park by yourself. Some Karen that just assumes the worst is there. It can be a difficult thing. And anybody in that situation that's dealt with grief from somebody who just doesn't understand, I feel bad for them. Our next story is by Glittering Union 860 didn't know enough about power tools. A few years back, I was at a big hardware chain store buying a power tool. I'm an electrician and I'm dressed like it. Now, employees in this place were high-vis yellow, but so do a good portion of those coming in to buy stuff like me. I'm undecided on the make of the tool I want, so I'm reading up on the differences between a few and an older guy next to me asks a question about his choice. The guy says, are the blades for this compatible with the Ryobi ones? Me just thinking he thinks I might know says, dunno, what does the packaging say? It should have a list of blade codes it uses. He says, what code am I looking for? I say, no idea mate, and then go back to browsing. The guy says, that's not good enough. Me, still looking down at what I'm doing, replies jokingly, Yeah, I failed you. The guy raising his voice says, Well, why don't you find out? I look up and scowl, What? Piss off, find it yourself. The guy throws the tool onto the shelf and storms off. I think, what a tool, and go back to what I'm doing. A few minutes later, I hear a voice a few meters away. Store manager says, Ah, he doesn't work here. That's a customer. I look up, and the guy's standing all puffed up with a manager in tow, and I immediately realize that he thought I worked there and was trying to get me in trouble. 
I've worked in retail in my younger days and still carry some residual resentment towards customers. So my response just came out automatically. I looked at him and in the most disdainful soft tone just said, Richard Head, and went back to browsing. The reaction from the two of them was quick but satisfying. The manager's pushing down a grin. The old guy deflates and looks utterly mortified. I'd feel bad, but the staff in those places aren't paid enough to have to deal with people getting them in trouble. The job sucks. Don't make it suck more. I mean, to be fair, if OP did work there, that would have been pretty terrible customer service. Like, nearing fireworthy. So, while OP saying don't make it suck more... I don't think you can really use it in this situation where the guy thinks you work there and thought you just told them to piss off and find it themselves. This next story is by Ben here for ages, forced a gas agency to change their telephone directory number. This happened many years back. Living in a developing country, we don't have gas connections for our stoves. So we have to rely on a pretty reliable network of gas agencies which supply cylinders. And this was long enough back when mobile phones didn't exist or weren't widely prevalent, so telephone directories were still a thing. For the uninitiated, telephone directories are books containing all the names and phone numbers of the people living in the immediate vicinity. Our local gas agency was on the directory, and so was my home number. The problem was, the agency's number and mine were switched. So a person calling them, after looking up the directory, would call our home and 14-year-old me would have to explain the mix-up and give them the actual number. This carried on for months. I had called the agency and asked them to get the number corrected, but to no avail. Keep in mind, this was a busy agency, and my home phone would ring sometimes, many times a day, followed by me explaining. After a couple more months of this going on, I got fed up and decided to start working at the agency. So, agency calls, don't have much convo, and it goes like this. The customer says, hello, K3478, customer number. The agency then says, okay, we'll send, delivery number 7634. Works like a one-time password. The following are the actual conversations that happened in the months that followed. Customer 1 says, hello, L5285. I say, okay, your number's 8264. Customer 2 says, hello, M8364. I say, okay, your number is 1234. We will deliver today itself. After a couple of months of me diligently doing this, the directory got corrected with their updated phone number. This is definitely one of those situations where you make the customers do the work for the people. At some point, with all these people calling them, you probably should have just been like, thanks for calling. If you want to get your cylinders in the future, make sure to complain to the actual gas company to get their number updated in the phone book so that they no longer have my home phone mistakenly listed as their business number in the directory. And our final story of the day is by Empress Azrai, Helpless in the Asian Market. I've frequented our local Asian market for a few years now and have become very familiar with all their offerings. I've also worked retail for 20 years and I think customer service is so deeply ingrained in my being that I just can't help myself. There was a couple, likely college age, trying to make sense of the ramen section. And when they looked up and saw me, confidently dumping my favorites in my basket, they asked for my help. I knew it was obvious I didn't work there, but the majority of the staff there speaks minimal English, so it's hard to find what you want if you're unfamiliar with the store. I helped them by showing them some of my favorites, and even showed them the cappuccino candies that my husband and I are fond of. I'm hoping they had a great experience, and the Asian market has some new regulars. OP is just one solid person. 
You go to a place where you're out of your comfort zone, you might not speak the language very well, and an absolute angel like OP just comes out of nowhere and is like, no problem, I got you, here's where this is, here's where that is, I really like this candy. Surely OP made the experience at that Asian market great for them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.